episode 45 Almost of 50. All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles, also known as Dusk vs. Tweet online. Wow. That little self-plug there. Yeah. Good, good for you. Get yeah. it out there. We got Nick Gunning, also known as uh, Nick? Yeah. G. Yeah. Gunning? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Harvey Birdman. Harvey Birdman, right. attorney at law online. That's, yeah. All right. That's right. Yeah. Anything you see online about Harvey Birdman, that's actually It's Nick. attributed to me. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. So. Remember that show? Harvey Birdman? I'm still watching it. Are you really? I mean, yeah. You haven't finished it? No, I mean, I've, I've finished it before, but oh, I'm rewatching it. it. It's only like 15-minute episodes. Yeah, I can stand to rewatch that, that was show like, a few That times. came out during my college days, and mm-hmm. we were all about Harvey Birdman. We watched it so much. One time, we thought there was going to be like an all-night marathon of Harvey Birdman, uh-huh. and so we all stayed up, and we like got there, and then they just played the same episode like 20 times, because that's the kind of crap Adult Swim does yeah. back in the day. So. Yeah. Anyway, did you ever watch the original, the Hanna-Barbera show? Yeah. Birdman, Birdman? and the Galaxy. Yeah. Birdman! Yeah. yeah, he was powered by uh, the sun, like Superman. Yeah, he was. So, I love old school Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, he had the Avenger. Yeah. yeah. Him and Ghost, uh, Space, Space Ghost. Ghost never teamed up. Did they not? I, you feel wow. like they should have. Oh. Maybe they did. Maybe I missed out on something. Yeah. yeah, I used to look forward to Birdman and the original Space retro. Ghost. We're getting retro here this morning. So, yeah, let's just let's just talk about Hanna Barbera for a while. Yeah, like sixties Hanna Barbera. Do you remember stuff? the one with like sorry Hanna Barbera Spotlight? Folks. They were like not really. We're going to talk about Neil Simon sooner they were or like, later. Uh, cavemen, but they were on a different planet. Uh, they were Th- like Thundar. A, Thundar is yeah. that what it is? It yeah. has like the giant gorilla made of like molten rock or something. The Triceratops so. that shot like. Late lava rocks out of his horns. I think so. That was a cr- gleeping glorpor on it. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Wait, is that Captain Caveman? No. Uh, uh, the the yeah. gloops. The, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Man, that was a great show. I know. So. We, you know what we should get for the library? Those, uh, those like Saturday morning cartoons by yeah, decades, with, you know, yeah, like 60s, Johnny 70s, Quest. 80s. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you ever watch like the last big like Hanna-Barbera thing, the Pirates of Dark Water? No. Pirates of Blackwater? No. Anyway, oh man, that was cool. They were just pirates, and like every now and then they'd be on the scene, like, there's dark water! And like it'd be like goopy dark water forming around them. You didn't wow. want to get caught in it. Oh my gosh. But it was like their first time doing like a serialized show. Yeah. Like each episode mattered. Wow. So it was cool. That is cool. That's all. Listeners, share your favorite Hanna Barbera <laughs> yeah, no hits from yesterday with yeah. us. You can find us on Twitter at All the Book Show, yeah. Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. Hit us up. We didn't mean to talk about Hanna Barbera, but it happened. I'm glad so. it did. Episode 45. Wow. Yeah. Five was, more episodes, and we're going to have to do something big. 50, yeah, big, a big we gala. we got to plan something. What is yeah, that? That's our golden anniversary. That's exciting. Five more episodes, and then seven more episodes, and you and I have been doing this for a year. One year. Yeah. Wow. 52 episodes. We'll have to renew our contracts. That's crazy. We yeah. have to do a 50th anniversary and then two episodes we have to do a year anniversary. Well, I know it. I know it. I need to talk to my agent about uh, upping my deal. So. Oh. What? Well, I'm, I'm your agent. Wait, what? Yeah. That's right. Nick, you have to talk to me about this. Okay. But you're, you'll work me out a good deal? Well, bad news. Okay. I, I talked to management. Yeah. The, it's, the money's just not there. Oh, my gosh. So Are you kidding me? They're, they're actually going to have to let you go. Wow. Yeah, I was talking to my agent, what about, and he says wait, that but, he thinks I can take over the whole on, show by myself. I'm your agent. Yeah, and, and I you do, had some very kind words for I me. I think you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If anything, I'm holding you back. That's Yeah, that's what you, my agent said. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll figure that out okay. over the next couple episodes. All right. Listeners, if you have thoughts on what you want us to do for the 50th episode, tell us. Maybe we'll listen to you. Maybe we'll totally disregard you. Yeah. Hard to say. Fifty episodes in, we make the calls now. I know we don't. We don't That's need right. to pander anymore. Yeah. No, no, we're established. Yeah, we'll so just talk about exciting. our fifty favorite books of all time. Yeah. All fifty. Yep. Uh, we've been busy lately, right? Gear yeah. up for the summer reading program here at the David sure. A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. Exercise your mind. Read for adults. What is your teen one? Uh, 
Get in the game, read. And then on your mark, get set, read yeah. for kids. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. Our kickoff event for adults is our play, yeah. uh, produced through the Valley Theater, which is Star Spangled Girl by I Neil have, Simon, uh, starring Eric, among others. That's true. But I have Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa coming to go hit uh, home runs. And... You shouldn't lie. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, that, that is a lie. Should you shut the window? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. You hear a lot of... Your little miming. All that traffic sounds. Yeah. How, I, I probably couldn't get Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa if I tried, right? I don't think so. Maybe. I, I mean, they're not, they're not playing anymore. They might need the cash. That's true. You hit a home run doesn't mean you're, you know... That's true. Paid for it the rest of your life. I mean, if you'll recall, I booked Joyce Carol Oates to come here, so... Yeah, well... Anything's possible. She's on about the same level as Mark yeah, McGuire. Similar saying? to Mark McGuire, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, that was ah. a big thing back then. Yeah. Just people arguing about who's going to get the home run record first. Sports. Sports, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Get, sports. get in the game. Yeah. Read. Woo. Mark McGuire. Well, I'm doing a lot of uh, sports-themed. My book clubs are all sports-themed. we got Art of Fielding by Chad Harbach. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Odds Against Ooh. by Dick Francis. Okay. And what's the biscuit? No. De- oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Deal Breaker by uh, uh, Harlan Coben. So, um, anime club is going to be watching a bunch of sports anime. Oh, okay. So there's a volleyball one. Right. There's a basketball one. There's a baseball one. The swim one free. Nice. So there's just a bunch Our, of your uh, your co-star Sarah Badger of Genesee Dance Theater and uh-huh. Badger Barfit is doing a couple of Pilates classes too. Right. July first and August first, we're going to have free Pilates classes. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, pretty good stuff. Wait, that's on the same day that of the play. Yeah, July first, and right. the same day we're showing Star Wars Episode Seven, busy The day. Force Awakens. Yeah, busy so, day. Busy day. Man, it's going to be exciting to be a member of the David A. Hale Public Library July 1st. Community, yeah, that's true. Also, we're off July 4th. Yeah. Not that I don't love my job, but it's always nice free to Monday. Off. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. So what have you been reading? Oh, we're on Bookmark? We're moving to our first segment of I the thought day. we were just going to like... Our Bookmark segment. You know, just kind of hang out and talk about whatever for the next hey, hour. Yeah, I'm for it. This is Nick and Eric's Chill Out, Chillax podcast. That's right. <laughs> our... <laughs> Our chill cast. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's so good. That's so good. The chill cast. I'm going to have to talk to my agent about this. Yeah. Uh, I, As your agent? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, my gosh. The chill cast? You think it'll I, work? I don't think you're going to get any money for it. Oh. I don't think it's going to be successful. Okay. But, you know. I'll have to talk I'm to always my... saying one for them, one for you. I'll have to talk to my co-host, but he's kind of a... Well, yeah. We won't, go, we won't go into it. What have I been reading? Uh... I haven't been reading much because we've been busy. I know. Rehearsing for the play and getting everything ready. So I'm still in the middle of Caliban's War, which is sequel to Leviathan's Wake, which is book two of the Expanse Mm -hmm. series. I did read the new Star Wars comics, Marvel's Star Wars comic, uh, volume two. Mm. So that was pretty good. I actually enjoyed it more than volume one. Okay. And now I'm excited because I've read Darth Vader volume two Mm. and Star Wars volume two. So my next volume is the crossover Vader Down. Vader Down. Where Darth Vader crashes on a planet and he has to like fend off uh, traitors and the rebellion. That's exciting. Yeah, sounds so. like a video game in the making, right there. I know, right? So we we have all of those. Yeah, we, we have like, Vader, totally yeah, we have up. we have the first two Star Wars first, I, first two Vader and uh, Vader down, and the third volumes don't come out until August. Yeah, we also so. have Princess Leia and Chewbacca. We have like all of the current. We don't have Lando, but we have all. Yeah, the we need Lando, but uh, yeah, we've Star got Wars. Chewbacca and yeah. uh, Princess yeah. Leia. We're, uh, we're hip hop. Poe Dameron is coming out like in. November. Okay. He's getting his own novel. And they're also, also in like July or August, they're doing a Obi-Wan and Anakin comic. Pass. Come hard, on. Hard pass. No. No, I'm not going to read that. You're done with the Clone Wars era? I will not read that. All right, I'm going to check not, it out. I will not be checking that out. All right, so what do you what do you got stacked up on your two-read list? What are your book clubs? you got a couple of summer book clubs coming up, don't you? 
Uh, yeah, but I've read both of the books. Oh, okay. uh, I Have Minds by James Dashner. You, are, you already read that? Yeah. Oh. I didn't like it so oh. much. But, you know, people who have read it, like mm-hmm. the age target, <laughs> they've Yeah, liked you know, it. That's, it's funny with book clubs because I... You know, I do a lot of them, and it's it's almost like fifty fifty. Like I didn't really like that yeah. book, but it sometimes those books are the ones that have the better discussions because yeah. you really like get into it. So yeah, and we're doing yeah, uh, in real life by Corey. Doc- My wife Gerard. read that. I haven't yeah. read it. She, it's she a graphic it. novel. It's she pretty good. It. Um, what do I have? I've got a whole bunch of comics just sitting. In my uh, rumpus room, if you will. Yeah, I will. My uh, sure. I don't. I don't like saying man cave. Yeah, I don't like I, that I feel like what I do in there is a little bit more intellectual. I, I feel like <laughs> you call it den. Your den. Ooh, my den. Yeah. Yes, in that's my den. Good, right? well, well, that seems like you're wearing like an oversized sweater. Yeah, there's a like, fireplace. You have port. Yeah, like it's a like it's a room that's not filled with comic books right. and an electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot of uh, rich mahogany. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, just Target bought bookcases. Okay. Anyway, I've got a bunch of comic books in there. As soon as I finished Calvin's War, I got all those cool sci-fi books I had gotten. Oh, that's right, yeah. So I need to read a YA a book trip. since you know mm-hmm. it's my job. Keep so up with that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Have you, now, have you read Lois Lane? No. Gwenda Bond has the two Lois Lane books, yeah. Fallout and what's the other one? I can't remember, can't but remember. we have it. Yeah, we do. We have them both. They're cool. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't know if you'd like them or not. I Jump in, maybe. Thing. That's the opposite but, of Fallout. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Okay. Well, I finished reading uh, all new X Men. Oh, all, huh? Mad Men. You watched that's Mad what Men. I've been doing. Okay. I'm on se- episode ten of that's season cool. one of Mad Men. That's cool. So that's what I've been I'm, doing instead of reading. And I'm night. really shocked that you're watching Mad Men. I it seems like not. I, I love Mad Men. It just I'm seem confused like your thing too. At all. To be on the tenth episode of yeah. an hour long drama yeah. without. Any like Maybe genre space. staples? Yeah. It's very strange for me. Yeah, I can't believe Good I got past the first episode. Welcome. Like, so we'll see. I mean, I keep saying we'll see, but I'm on episode ten. Three yeah. more episodes, and I'll be on season two. Yeah. So it's weird. It's good stuff. It's a yeah. good show. Yeah. Um. So what was, oh, what was oh yeah, all new X Men, all different. That's yeah. You didn't like you've, that one. You've read this. Yeah. You didn't like it either. Your review was hilarious. I wish I could remember it now. <laughs> I, what did I say? I just... You, oh, you were like, oh, now there was Cyclops. Now I can really not enjoy oh, this. Oh, right, because there was Cyclops' Splinter Team. Yeah. So where... this this series is... It's a long-running series at this point. There's quite a few volumes. Yeah. But um, this is about the uh, the current X-Men, and there's a time travel thing where the original X-Men from the 60s like come forward and are hanging out with them. It's a really weird concept, uh-huh. but I've enjoyed it so far, but this one kind of lost me a yeah. little bit. Uh, I also, oh right, because this takes place right at or does after this, that battle for the atom. I didn't like battle for the atom yeah, either. It was silly too. I also read Star Wars Volume Two: Showdown on Smuggler's Moon, the one you were just talking about. That's so. the one I was just talking about. I know that. Did you enjoy that more than the first one? I think I did. Yeah, it was more. It was more like high adventure. You know, it, it was, was just like fun I also felt like getting in there. It. I feel like that was a better example of what the that Star Wars comic can be. Yeah, which is like adventures that matter that aren't really like dependent on the movies yeah. so much because like yeah. the first one was like do you remember this stuff from the movies yeah. i don't know so. that's always hard with with yeah. uh you know spin-off or yeah. whatever fiction it's it's yeah. difficult i think to escape that but i really enjoyed it i plan on reading the second vader volume uh i, was, real, I love the vader i know you comic. Did. I, know I don't you know did. what it is i mean i, I love vader know. but like there's just something about the the new vader comic it just like had yeah so i've read some good kids books lately <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention those. Okay. But, but uh, I read two Dr. Seuss books to my son that uh-huh. I've never read or heard of before even. One them. was uh, Salasalu. I can't remember. I had a hard time getting to Salasalu, I okay. think it's called. It was so good. Yeah? I loved it. Hmm. It was a good... It was about sort of like 
kind of the grass is always greener mindset right sort of going from place to place and yeah. it was just really well done okay. and so i just didn't know of it and then i read i could lick 50 tigers today which is uh not not like lick like blah like beat up oh and it was like short stories basically but it was they were so good my son right. loved them too i was also intrigued about they the idea good. of a man trying to lick 50 tigers yeah, yeah. without being killed yeah <laughs> So they're both really good. So if you're looking for some old school right. Dr. Seuss, yeah. I would recommend You're those. becoming a Dr. Seuss uh, expert. Yeah. Soon you'll be able to help hand out the per- – yeah. forget it. I'm gonna, I, I was going to say prescription, doctor, scholar. you hand out the books. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. Oh, boy. And then finally, I, I got um, – I thought this was a picture book called The Day I Swapped My Goldfish for My Dad. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's by Neil Gaiman. Thought it was a picture book, and then I got it, and it's not. Really? It's more of a. It's more of a older. It was too old for my son. Okay. But I thought it looked cool. I liked the art. Okay. So I read it, and I really liked it. Oh, nice. It's about a kid who who like swaps. You know, his friend has a couple of goldfish, and he trades his dad, and then has to like go and get his dad back when his mom gets home, right. and he has to go like reversing all these swaps to try to find like where his dad was. So it was good, and it was just a little bit creepy, just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, that sounds like Neil Gaiman. Yeah, so it was fun. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Currently, I'm uh, finishing up Odds Against by Dick Francis. This is for our Page Turners Book Club, uh, tying in with our summer reading program because it is sports themed. When does it meet? That meets the first uh, Wednesday of the month. So what is that, July 6th, I believe? Sure. Three at three o'clock. Thank you for not checking. Yeah, July six. Yeah, three. Hey, July six. That's when we're showing Summer Wars, our first anime movie for the public down in the auditorium. auditorium. Yeah, that's fun. Anime Club presents Summer Wars. Yeah, I like it. It's it's just about people ha- at like summer camp having a good time and wars. No, there's actually I don't think there's any. There's wars. no wars. It won okay. a lot of awards. All right, but so did you. And what does that mean? Thank you. Anyway, so Odds <laughs> Against me... Odds Against is the first of Dick Francis's uh, okay. Sid Holly books. Man. So if you like this one, join us. Okay. It's old school. It's from the 60s, I believe. It's one of the, the early Dick Francis books. Um, so join us for that book club if you like, or just check out the books. All it's right. funny. I, I always get a lot of copies for all the book club books, and a lot of the regulars sign up for the book club, and then all the books get checked out. Yeah. Most people don't participate in the book yeah. club. So we'd love to have you, all yeah. you strangers who are checking out <laughs> my books. <laughs> Do you I'm think this episode reading... is hurting from the lack of Amy Kuhn? Are we missing her? Yeah, we had Amy Kuhn last week, and I think she gave this the the show an extra jolt. Yeah, we'll we'll Skype her in. Okay, all right, yeah. Amy, if you're listening, you should have just recorded her giggling in the background. And you oh, just, I guess you I could just edit it. that in. Yeah, I mean, just, she did it last week. It out, all yeah. right, we'll just add. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. Say something funny that Amy would laugh at. Oh, geez, I, I mean anything. She's she's always good for a laugh. So. <laughs> I'm also reading Child of Two Worlds by Greg Cox. Good stuff. Fun stuff. Anyway, good stuff on stuff. I know. And then I have so many things that I <laughs> want that to mean? read. I have like a that's, that's not a pen. Like a that's a knife. knife. That was scary. Yeah. I have a lot of good stuff that I want to read. This I is a cool graphics. pen. I got like a stack of books that I want to get to. So I'm trying to like push my way through these book club books quickly so I can get to what I want to do. Okay. Anyway, what uh, what do we have coming up in the world of uh, book news? I don't know. Do you want to hit new releases? Us with your uh, whatever you call them. Do I? I can't, even, I can't even remember. My advance notice. 45 episodes in, I can't remember the you name of this remember. segment okay. we do every well, week. Well, folks, in this segment, we tell you about what's coming down the pike in the old publishing world. Eric's got some that are coming out in the immediate future. I've got some coming from down the road, so you can start building anticipation for these yeah. titles. So first, from Jeanette Oak. Maybe Oaky? I don't know. Uh, she writes like, Afterbirth? Yeah. Uh, also with Laurel Oaky Logan. So it's a, we got a James Patterson situation on our hands here. But uh, she writes inspirational fiction, 
usually. And this is coming out August 2nd, 2016, where hope prevails. This is the third in her Return to the Canadian West series. Boy, that series just rolls off your tongue. Yeah, yeah. Return to the Canadian West, number three. When Beth Thatcher returns to Coal Valley, she has much to be excited about. She anticipates Jarek's proposal of marriage and perhaps a spring wedding. The mine is expanding and there are more school children than ever. But Beth wonders if Jarek is considering a position at her father's company simply for her sake. Should she admit her feelings on the matter or keep silent and allow Jarek to make up his own mind? Jarek. Jarek. J-A-R-R-I-C-K. You know what? I've got a book that I'm going to talk about that i got to read the description because it read like a crazy person. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So this is coming out August 2nd, uh, Where Hope Prevails. Next, uh, from an old, old favorite, an old favorite, Mr. Mr. Millionaire himself, Mr. Mr. Big Bucks. James Patterson. Oh, yeah? Uh, James Patterson and Michael Ledwidge present uh, the ninth Michael Bennett book, Bullseye. Bullseye. Michael Bennett is an, is an odd... It's an odd thing for me. He's, he's a detective, but he has like nine children, and he has like a nanny that, that watches these children. It's just... It's weird. It's sort yeah. of like if Captain Von Trapp were like a detective. That's what, <laughs> okay. that's what it feels like to me. You you said that as a weird thing, but you would love that series. I would watch Captain it. Captain Von Trapp and his... Yeah. Yeah. It's just like he and Max going to try to like stop the Nazis. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally I would do it. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're a Michael Bennett fan, this is number nine, Bullseye, coming out August 1st. Mm-hmm. Caught in the crossfire of a deadly standoff, <laughs> m- Detective Michael Bennett must kill or be killed that makes sense so those are his two do choices do you ever think there's like a third option with the be killed or you just know, passive or resistance killed? I think okay you know you yeah. just well my answer to that is say, active hey. kicking I know there's <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, uh, Star Spangled little Girl preview there. For you. yeah it was nice Anyway, I've not read these Michael Bennett books before because I find the premise a little crazy, <laughs> and I've I've never dug in, and I've never read a book with Michael Ledwidge either. So I'm not sure how this uh, how this uh, series rolls. Ludwig, but always po- always popular, always okay. popular. Can't keep a good James Patterson down. Let me sure can't. Uh, Lisa Scottaline, Scottolini, Scottaline. I'm going to say Scottaline. Yeah, my double down with Scottaline. <laughs> okay. She appreciates it. Yeah, damaged. This is book four in her Rosato and Denunzio series. Again. Very easy to say. Rosato and Denunzio. Rosato. Uh, book four. Okay. This is coming coming to our shelves August 16th. From the New York Times bestselling author comes the much-anticipated fourth book in the Rosato and Denunzio thriller series. Damaged finds Mary Denunzio, partner at an all-female law firm of Rosato and Denunzio, embroiled in one of her most heartbreaking cases yet. Suing the Philadelphia school district to get help for a middle school boy with emotional issues, Mary ends up becoming the guardian ad litem of her minor client. As she goes, I don't know what that means. As she goes up against Nick Machiavelli, oh boy, with a name like that, it's probably not great. Her opposing counsel and the dark prince of South Philly lawyers, who will use any means necessary to defeat her, she becomes more and more invested in the case and puts everything, including her engagement to her longtime boyfriend, on the line. You know what? I think this is going to start to affect her family life. <laughs> yeah, I think she's sure will. so committed to her work that it's going to affect her family life a little bit. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm going out on a limb because I haven't read this book, but that's my guess. Thanks for participating. Uh, finally, Danielle Steele's uh, Danielle Steele boy, right? A new one. I know. Didn't we just like list? I know. Doesn't she have? I mean, I'm pretty sure she has something on the I feel New York like Times list li- right now. This list that I'm reading from, I feel like there are multiple Danielle Steeles on it. That's how that's how often this gal publishes. I mean, good for her. She's got an, an active imagination. 
<laughs> this is killing me. Sorry, I just just took a look at the synopsis here. Okay, so Danielle Steele. <laughs> yeah, does she normally write like so, like crazy things? This is it's coming out. No, it's not even that. Coming out August thirtieth. If you're a Danielle Steele fan, then you you just have a wealth of options. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't have to. There's none of this like, oh, I gotta wait two years for the, my next book. No, you gotta wait two months tops. So from Danielle Steele, Rushing Waters. Are you ready for this synopsis? Yes, I love it. Everybody reads Danielle Steele. Now, the number one New York Times bestselling author returns with a powerful and dramatic novel that once again confirms her reputation as America's favorite storyteller. <laughs> wow. There's literally not a scrap of information in no. there. I mean, I feel like it's powerful and dramatic. That's all we know. Could be almost <laughs> anything. They don't need to. They, just they need don't to say need her name. to. And everybody reads Danielle Steele is the first line. So I it's know. basically like, look. What do you want from us? Everyone reads Danielle Steele. If you're not reading it, there's obviously a problem with you because this is a powerful and dramatic novel. <laughs> Woo! The cover looks good. It's a cityscape in the background, and then you have, you know, the rushing waters of the title dominating it. So, listen, folks, everybody reads Danielle Steele. That's so true. So you're going to have your chance If you're not, again. you're a loser. Yeah. You're not a kind of, you're not a loser, no, are you? This is America's favorite storyteller. So yeah. just, you know, get off your high horse. And read some Danielle Steele. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to read Rushing Water, then just wait two or three weeks and read the next. And maybe it's Daniel because Steel. I'm watching Mad Men, but I feel like that's just a jump away from going like, real men read Danielle yeah, Steele. That's right, men. <laughs> if you want your gal to notice you, well, pick up a copy of Danielle Steele. Yeah, there it is. All also, right, that's, that's what I got. Smoke a whole lot of cigarettes. This is from Mad Men. Again. No, this is just my Danielle Steele. Oh, okay. Advertising. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, just to be clear, all the books does not support. Smoking cigarettes. No, it's bad for you. So it's terrible for yeah. you. I mean, it's... I can't believe it's still going on. It's not even debatable. It's I, just, I mean, I've smoked two packs since we started recording, but yeah. I, you know... Yeah, I know. Your voice, I wish I had stopped. Your voice... Eric's actually 11 years old, but yeah. he smokes so much that his yeah. voice just keeps getting deeper. Yeah. So Yeah. It's <laughs> it is one thing that I don't understand. What? I mean, sure, you look cool, maybe, uh-huh. if you're like James Dean and you're smoking. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... If I were to come up to you and I was like, hey... Would you like to inhale some literal smoke laced with tar? Look. Would you be like, yeah, totally. I, I mean, would do that. Anytime I picture myself in my own mind as being cool, I always have a cigarette. You do. But there's nothing like cool about standing outside a McDonald's employee's only door no. smoking a cigarette by the dumpster. No, it's true. You know? Man, you smoking would terrify me. Really? Your clothes would be covered in cigarette holes. Oh, yeah. And you'd be yeah. like... You'd be putting the wrong end in your mouth, yeah. burning your tongue. I, I Man, would you know what we just did? I would be concerned We just... Was that our first PSA? That was wow. a PSA, but it meant we the just more lost you know, folks. all our smoking listeners. Oh my gosh, should we yeah. should we do a pro smoking thing? In, in fairness, yeah, let's talk about some of the positive aspects of smoking. Okay, if you have extra money, yeah. in your wallet, and yeah. it's like your wallet's you don't want to too heavy, it. yeah. You just like cigarettes are so much money. I know they're like fifteen bucks a cigarette. Yeah, so like right so, there, there yeah. you go. Think about all the cool people who smoke too. Yeah, now. and and. You can put so many things in in the cartons when you're done. Mm-hmm. You could put like yeah. napkins. Yeah, your lottery tickets. Yeah, your lottery tickets. <laughs> your used lottery yeah. tickets. Yeah. Ooh, so when you don't win a lottery just ticket, remember that you can burn out your cigarette on exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So. Two sides. Yeah. Two sides to everything. Yeah. Right. So man, we just alienated a whole lot of listeners. Oh geez. Now we got to turn back around. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. All right. So what do you got coming up in the next couple of days? All right. Let's see. Uh, a Thousand Miles from Nowhere by John Gregory Brown. Oh, you know what? I should tell you when this is coming out. All yeah. these books are coming out uh, June 28th. I love June the 28th. There's like nothing coming out. Great day. 
I don't know. I can't figure out when the prime book release. Well, it's not really. Are. It's not really summer because everybody's right. like traveling. S- summer tends to be a bigger time for like uh, paperback originals coming oh. out. You know? All right, those tend to because people like like those for travel. And okay. Things. Well, a thousand miles from nowhere by John Gregory Brown is a tragic comic tour de force about one man's redemption through love and art. So hmm. there's that. Love and art. Oh, sorry. I usually like to start with nonfiction, so you do. You love I'll it. I'll end with nonfiction. Oh wow, what a twist! Yeah. What do we got? The Swan Book. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Tell me. Uh, this might be the crazy thing. Oh, I'm excited. I've been waiting. Where? I've been waiting all this time. Okay, you ready for this? I am ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Oblivia okay. Ethelin was given her name by an old woman who found her deep in the bowls of a gum tree, mm-hmm. tattered and fragile, the victim of a brutal assault by wayward local youth. These are the years leading up to Australia's third centenary mm-hmm. and the woman who finds her belladonna of the champions is a refugee <laughs> from climate change wars that devastated her country in the northern hemisphere belladonna takes oblivia to live with her on an old warship in a polluted dry swamp and there she fills oblivia's head with the story upon story of swans mm. fenced off from the rest of australia by the army its traditional custodians left destitute the swamp has become the world's most unknown detention camp for indigenous australians what is happening when warren finch the first aboriginal president of australia invades the swamp with his charismatic persona and the promise of salvation oblivia agrees to marry him becoming first lady a role that has her confined to a tower in a flooded and lawless southern city wow that's the summary is there a buy now option because i need my personal copy this is the swan book by alexis wright man i'm gonna just read that in the tub that's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pour some bubbles in, light some candles, like, and I'm just gonna read the heck out of this one. It every like end of the sentence, every like sentence, I was like, oh well, that must be the end of the summary. Yeah, because but it just keeps going. Like if it also like felt f- a little bit like um, Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah, you know? just like give give me a give me so, an adjective. But what do we know? Because this is a multi layered novel, uh, winner of the Australian Literature Society's Gold Medal. Hmm. So. Well, well, hold on. The writer. <laughs> I mean, how do you top that? So oh, the writer. Okay. Yeah. You know, I often fill your head with swan stories. Do you do? Yeah. Remember that yeah. time I told you about the swan that wanted a uh, Whopper at Burger King, but yeah. he couldn't get his yeah. coupon out because he's got wings and not fingers. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was applicable. It, it was, was very political. Was really applicable. So. He was also smoking. Yeah. So it goes back to our yeah. earlier uh, yeah. topic. So yeah. that's great. That's great. So Thank you. you uh, what else we have? Uh, you got of Ghost of War, a Pike Logan thriller by Brad Taylor. This is book. 10 of 11, what did I do wrong here? <laughs> uh, so when is book 11 coming out? I don't know. How do, how do they know this maybe is it's book just 10 a, of 11? Maybe it's just a, that's, he's announced that there's two more or something. I don't know, I haven't read Brad Ring Taylor. Ring of Fire uh, is coming out June 24th. By Johnny uh, Cash. January 24th in 2017. Yeah. Man, he smoked a lot. Johnny Cash? Yeah. Probably. Right? I think so. Seems like something he It was at the time. Yeah. I, even the I Love Lucy. You ever watch the old I Love Lucy? She's just like, hmm. Yeah. It's funny because in the early I Love Lucy, she's like, oh, Ricky. And by like the Lucy show, she's like, oh, Vivian. (laughs) Um, All right. We shouldn't make fun of this because sometimes I say this, we talk about this author and we make fun of it, but there are so many people that like this book. Oh, you know what? I'm glad. This is the mass market paperback version. That's all right. 
Uh, the hardcover comes out. Oh, it comes out in large print. All right. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Rider, the Shadow series by Christine Feehan. Christine Feehan, yeah, yeah. So we tend to tease her, her books. We shouldn't. It's. I mean, they're very popular. Yeah. We do. We have a dedicated fan base for Christine Feehan. Oh, this but is. But they're uh, just. They're fun. You know. They're like the pictures on the front is fun. The synopses are fun. I always enjoy seeing them. This says it's book one of the new series. Oh wow. So. Well, now we kind of have to read the description. Yeah, we do. Go ahead. Whether it's fast cars or fast women, Stefano Ferraro <laughs> gets what he wants. <laughs> Woo! When he's not fodder for the paparazzi, he commands Ferraro oh family business, both yes, legitimate and illegitimate. Hey. While their criminal activity activity is a simply a rumor yet to be proven, no one has the real truth. The yeah, Ferraros prove it. are a family of shadow riders capable of manipulating light no. and dark and ability Stefano Thought ran in his family alone until now. Oh boy, oh boy. With little left to her name, Francesca Capello has come to Chicago in hopes of a new life. She wasn't expecting to attract the attention of a man with primal hunger in his eyes, oh driven to claim her as his yeah. to protect and to please. He's got to. And if he discovers her secret, it could ruin her. Oh no. The problem with this description is that for two paragraphs, we're yeah. being described Stefano. Yeah. And then this last one, we meet Francesca. Yeah. And it seems like it's her book. Yeah, it does sort of seem. So like I don't know book. who's the main character of this book. Yeah, I don't either. Anyway, it's a they call Christine Feehan the queen of paranormal paranormal romance. I think that's true. Yeah, so. the only one who'd fight her would be J.R. Ward. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, let's see. We got the games. Private. This is by James Patterson and Mark Sullivan. So Mark Sullivan. I guess this is a private novel. I thought they were always like private Paris, private. No, there's a main there's the main series private, and then mm-hmm. there's the different. It's like private's a firm, and they have branches all over the world. So okay. there's like private Berlin, private India, that sort of thing. Okay. Oh, this is set about the. Let's see, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, home to a beautiful white sand beaches, gorgeous women, stunning natural beauty, and the world's largest carnival celebration. I'm in. Knows how to throw a party. So it's natural choice to host the biggest spectacle in sports, the World Cup, and the Olympics to ensure all the I'm games out. go off without a hitch. The organizers turn Jack Morgan, the unflappable head of the yeah, renowned international security and consulting firm, private. Yep. But when events are this exclusive, somebody's bound to get left off the guest list. Oh, they sure are. What, what does that mean? Well, that's well-timed with our summer reading program. Yeah. And the... World Cup. Uh, did you say World Pup or World Pup? Yeah, Cup? World Pup. World Pup. So okay. That's an air bug. Man, he timed that perfectly. When yeah, did, he did. When did the Olympics start? August? I don't know. Are they James, going to start? James Patterson knows. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm not James sure Patterson's if Brazil people. really knows if they're starting or not. Yeah, I'm not so, sure. <laughs> um, that was pretty political. Yeah, well, And I stand by it. Give wow. me a cigarette. Look at you. I've earned it. Yeah. No, you can't earn a cigarette. You can't. So. No. Uh, United as one. Lorian Legacies. This is by Pitticus Lore. This is book seven. Oh, it's yeah. the final book of the uh, I Am Number Four series. Maybe those books are good, but that movie is rough. Is it? Have you watched I Am Number Four? No, you haven't. You haven't watched I Am Number no, Four. Man, oh man. We were really excited to see it, and we watched it, and it was just like. Why were you excited to see it? I don't know. The previews made it look cool. The Mogadarians have invaded Earth. Their warships loom over the most populated cities and no country will risk taking them on yeah no country for all all right last one this is the nonfiction i skipped uh how the post office created america a history by winfred gallagher this seems kind of like the nerdy history book you yourself would read nick yeah you love the post office i love it you're always like oh i gotta deliver this letter that's right so they can deliver it to somebody that's right i can email it i'm mesmerized by it yeah so it's a masterful history of long underappreciated institution so, the mail must go through. I don't, another one. No matter if it rains or pours, the mail must go through. No? Huh. You didn't have that record as that a child? That reminds me of the yeah. Eggs, Bacon, and Toast song from I don't know. Uh, 
the Gergich family of uh, no. uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, when he where's classic. Uh, Amy Poehler goes to visit Jerry. Yeah. And they're all just sitting around his her, his like beautiful family, yeah. and they're all just saying eggs, bacon, and toast yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good times. Eggs, bacon, and toast. <laughs> All right. Do we have any Parks and Rec in our system? Do we have the DVDs? Yeah, we have a few. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Let us start with the New York Times bestsellers hardcover list. Okay. So, uh, number 20, The Nightingale not, by Kristen Henna. You're not, you're not going to get a rise out of me this time. Good. Okay. Good for her. All right. Um, number 13. Just go away. All no, the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. I feel like you're purposely manipulating I'm how sorry. we do this. I'm sorry. All right. Number 20, All the Light We Cannot See. You already... I know. That was the nightingale. Anyway, all right. Number 10, okay. The Emperor's Revenge. New Groove. Clive Cussler. Oh. That's pretty low on the list for him. Doesn't Is that a like... debut? Is that the first I mean, week? No, it's three weeks. Okay, well. So he's doing good. Yeah. Uh, number nine, it's actually up this week, The Last Mile by David Baldacci. Mm-hmm. No surprises Number there. eight, Before the Fall by Noah Harley. Mm-hmm. Number seven, After You by Jojo Moyes. Moyes. You're mean. <laughs> Number six, Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Paula Hawkins must just live in a house of gold now. She does, yeah. You know? Like, yep. it's solar-powered because of her, the gold casing. Yeah. All the food, food she eats is just gold-shredded. Yeah, she eats gold-shreddies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just, That's right. Her mattresses, I mean, her mattresses stuff with $50 bills. 75 weeks on this list. I know. In hardcover. Yeah. Paperback still doesn't come out for another month. I know. What would you do with that kind of money? I honestly don't know. She probably bought her first, second, and third house because yeah. of Girl on the Train. I would think so. And the movie doesn't even come out until, like, November? Yeah. Is that right? November no, or October? October, yeah, because we're doing it for a book club in October. That's that's crazy. You've read it, and I haven't read it. That's true. It's like this weird reversal where you've, I know. you've read this popular I've read this bestseller. Yeah. What, what would you call it? Psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. That would never be anything I read. But no. I also read I Ripper. You did. That didn't spend any time on this no. list. And Dinosaur Lords. If you recall. Oh, boy. I did not buy the sequel to Dinosaur Lords. What was it called? I don't remember. Like Dinosaur Nights? Something like that. <laughs> I would call uh, it Dinosaur Days and Dinosaur Nights. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Din- Dinosaur Days are... Dino Days. They're okay, but uh, the Dinosaur Nights, they're just so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You feel so alone yeah. during Dinosaur Nights. Yeah, dinosaur Nights. <laughs> anyway, new this week, number five, Here's to Us by Ellen Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, number four, uh, new this week... Tom Clancy, Duty and Honor by Grant Blackwood. <laughs> Duty. Man, this is, is Jack, Jack Ryan? Ryan Jr. Jr., that's yeah. right. Yeah, we talked so. about Jack Ryan Jr. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, new this week, The Girls on the, the Train. Girls on the Train. Yeah, The Girls on the Train. Sequel. Yep. Uh, ooh, in the summer of 1969, a California teenager is drawn to a Manson-like cult. Good. Scary. Have you seen the show Aquarius with David Duchovny? I have not. I haven't seen it either. I wanted to watch it. Have you seen the show Californication with David Duchovny? I've, I have, yeah. Okay. The first season. Pretty good. Now you've got to ask me about X-Files. Have you seen the X-Files? Yeah. With, no, you see. with David Duchovny? Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen the movie uh, Evolution with David Duchovny? <laughs> Orlando Jones? <laughs> that was pretty seen funny. That? I think Old it was school. funny. I yeah. remember it being funny. Do yeah. you think it's still funny? Probably not. Okay. Uh, I'll watch it with you if that's what you're asking. I guess. Okay. All right. You, number yep. Number two. Foreign Agent by Brad Thor. He Thor. has a new book coming out. Brad Thor. And he's already... So this will be his second book. I, I can't like, get into Brad Thor. Yeah. I tried a couple times. Is it because of his last name being the same as a yeah. Norse God yeah. of Thunder? That's exactly why. All right. Um, and number one. Two Drum weeks roll. on this list. End of Watch by Stephen King. Stephen Nick's King. favorite book of the Bill Hodges trilogy. Oof. Ugh. 
It's not your favorite book. I think it's my least favorite. Of the Bill Hodges trilogy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. That's not what you said last week on this podcast. It is what I said. Oh, really? Go back. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you were going to actually say it. No, I just was... I had my head. Hey, did you talk about what you were reading? Like, at the moment? Yeah. The Child of Two Worlds? Yeah. Oh, but you didn't go in on it. I think you just said Child of Two Worlds by Greg Cox, but I don't think you said Star Trek. That's right, yeah. So, it's you're trying to avoid that? No. I didn't realize it was a Star Trek it's book. A Star Trek, yeah. Where does this fit in with your uh, with, with the Star Treks? Is that uh, Spock or is it his dad? No, it's Spock. It's okay. uh, For Father's Day, my wife got me this cool uh, Blu-ray that has Star Trek The Cage, the original pilot, with Jeff Hunter as Chris Pike. Oh, okay. I love it. Okay. That's one of my favorites. Okay. And this is a book that follows that right afterwards, so... All right. I like Greg Cox, too. I read a bunch of his stuff. All right. He's good. He doesn't write, just write Star Trek. He writes a lot of other sci-fi stuff. All right. Well, that's it for book news. Okay. I said I, said I didn't have a lot. I also just turned into Foghorn Leghorn there. Yeah, I say, I say. <laughs> but it seemed to take a while. I don't know what he's up to. Foghorn? Yeah. Waiting for the next Why have we seen movie? like a, a, big, uh, a big screen adaptation of Foghorn Leghorn? Like, The Rock is Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. Oh, did you see? Maybe you didn't. I mean, The Rock's been like... I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for like yeah. all these movies. He's going to be uh, Doc Savage. He's going to be in yeah. the new Jumanji movie. He's going to be in the... Black uh, Adam. He's Black Adam. Black Adam. He's going to be in the uh, Jungle Adventure Disney movie. It's based it off is. of the Jungle Bride. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Boy. But um, for, every, for every Pirates of the Caribbean 1, there's a Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, no kidding. But now he's also... Haunted Mansion with Eddie He's Murphy. in talks to play uh, the Wolfman in Universal Studios' like new... Monster hmm. movie series. Interesting. He's not the type I would go for. I feel for like I would Wolfman? go kind of a scrawny type right? for Wolfman. Yeah. yeah, he's the kind of guy. I feel like he could play that like 1940s like adventurer. Yeah, pretty well. But right. I think these are all modern day. Yeah. movies. Yeah. So yeah, because you want like a lanky guy who's like, oh no, I'm transforming yeah. into. A... Could he retain his role as the Scorpion King in the new? Oh boy. Movies? You know is what? Possible? Maybe he's only playing the Wolfman. Yeah. And somebody else is going like it's not so much that he's like. The Wolfman, okay. but somebody so turns like, into The Rock. Yeah, he's like the Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Ed Norton turns to, into to Dwayne Johnson yeah, that's right. in yep. The Wolfman. Yep. Well, this is so much better. He, he also doesn't seem wolf-like, though. He's like the bear. Yeah, he's not very The Lupin. bear man. Yeah, so the bear man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do you, think maybe, you think he's bear fit? I think he just kind of like loosens the buttons on his shirts. He's like, well, now I'm the Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As the Wolfman... He will have a better sense of smell, so he will be able to smell what the rock is cooking. Oh, that's Much true. better. Yeah, he'll be able to smell so it. So he won't have to ask anymore. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you... Oh, no, I can. It's yeah. a uh, beef stew, uh, red onions, yeah. and... Uh, oh, is that sweet potato french fries? Wow. Good job, Wolfman. <laughs> right. My uh, frequent All the Books collaborator, my brother Steve. Eric. Me. No, you're, you're, I'm your frequent no, All the Books collaborator. No, you're a regular. He's, he, Steve's, a, Steve's our recurring guest. No, that doesn't make any sense. Steve's recurring. I'm re- reoccurring. You're here every week. You're a regular. Yeah. It's regular versus I'm not recurring. a regular. I'm a host. I see. A regular would okay. be like this uh, Ninja Turtles cup I okay. bring. So you're a host. You're the host, and Steve's, Steve's a recurring guest. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> he hates The Rock in wrestling, so he can't get behind The Rock in movies. So Wow. That is I the know. wrong Limits way to view life altogether. I keep telling him. All right. The Rock and Steve. I say, you guys got to get along. You got okay. to bury the hatch. All right. Let's get on to this. They dated the same lady for a while, and it ended badly. So Really? Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, it was a, The Rock. It was a real love triangle. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. So now it's segment time. Yeah. All right. So what's our segment? 
Well, we have some special guests to bring it in. Well, in honor of our uh, Neil Simon Spotlight coming up, we have some special guests in the studio today. We have the full cast of The Star-Spangled Girl with us here. Eric, of course, plays Norman. Eric, say hello. Hello. I mean, they've been listening to you for like 25 minutes now, so yeah. they probably recognize it. But we He's also have... still here. That's right. Sarah Badger as Sophie. Sarah? Hey. And we have Mike Cox as Andy. Hey, what's up? All right, so we're going to do our, our Take 5 segment, and we're going to pick the brains of the Star-Spangled Girl cast uh, on, on Neil Simon. So... Guys, here's what we do. I'm going to give you five quick questions on the topic of Neil Simon, so just let me know what you think. They so haven't awful. been prepped with this. No, they haven't. Sarah, <laughs> Sprung this on us. Sarah's very stressed out about this. So, uh, I wasn't consulted. She was not. No, they didn't know ahead of time. First question for Mike and Sarah. I mean, Eric, you can answer if you want, because, I mean, you're the cast, too. I might. You but might. You're not the star-spangled girl. No, he's not. Oh, that's no, true. No, I have been asked, though, yeah, if I am, twice. Multiple times. So. Sarah's a title character, so that's... Uh, yeah. Pretty big deal. Have you been the title character in a play before, ever? I don't think so, unless uh. you count a Steel Magnolia. No, I, <laughs> I don't think so. You know who or else was the title woman. of the show? What? Titanic. That's right. She killed everybody. Yeah, she said. So. Mike and I were the title characters in The Odd Couple. That's right. So That's here right. we are, together again, yeah. reunited. All right, first question. Guys, what was your introduction to Neil Simon, Sarah? Uh, my introduction to Neil Simon. Yeah, the first time you... Into the mic, Sophie. Yeah, get down here. My name's not Sophie. (laughs) Miss Rockmeyer. Man, these jokes are going to make so much sense now to people after they see the play. As soon as you see Star Spangled Girl, it's all going to make sense. This will all make sense. Anyway... Uh, the first pl- Neil Simon play I saw was The Odd Couple. Hey! Here at the David A. Howe Public oh, really? Library. Oh, really? Me and Mike? That yeah, was like with, your first? that was the first time. Wow. I'd known okay. of, um, like, Promises, Promises. I had the cast oh, yeah. recording with oh, yeah, Kristen yeah. Chenoweth, the Broadway Have revival. you heard the, the Jerry Orbach, like, the original? I, I like Maybe. it, but it's really bad. Like, everybody's just flat and like... <laughs> I do I know, know his they, belly flip. Seems like they were his hammered Chicago. when they made that, but that's good. Okay, so uh, so The Odd Couple was the first one you saw, but you, you'd known the music and been aware of... Yeah, promises, other promises. Okay, what about you, Mike? Five minutes ago, I would have said Odd Couple. Yeah? It's the first one I, I, I did or recognized, but then... Uh, Nick here reminded me that Jake's Women actually was a Neil Simon play. That's right, Jake's Women. I, I saw that one. Jake's Women, which I directed at Houghton College, and Eric played the title character of that as Jake. That was That's our right. first Neil Simon collaboration. He wasn't the women? He wasn't okay. the women. He no. Was, just to he was I, Jake. At that point was, in my life, I probably could have played. Yeah. I, I had that I th- much challenge back then. I think you could have. I wasted it all was on that? Was that 2010? Was that? I yeah, think man. It was 2006 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Iron Man 2 was coming to theaters that May. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, Just well take, really yeah. taking us back. No problem, so that's man. funny. This is my second Neil Simon collaboration with Mike and Eric. Yeah. Eric and I did. That's because you won't do separately. Barefoot in the Park or uh, the Second Avenue. Prisoner of Second, Second Avenue. Avenue. That's kind of dark. Barefoot in the Park, I think you're saying Sunday in the Park with George. No, that's Bernadette Peters. Which is totally different. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. That's and I keep different. wanting you to add with All right. So, so the odd couple. For Sarah and Mike, you would have said The Odd Couple, but I now would you have. remember Jake's Women. Did you like Jake's Women? I love Jake's Women. That's one of I my just, If you had asked me any of the directors for any of the plays I've ever seen, I'm very bad at okay. being able to recall it. <laughs> I love Jake's Women. That was a lot of fun. All right, second one. Do you have a favorite Neil Simon show? The movies count, too, if you want to count a movie. Mike, you want to go first? Well, based on my one? limited experience with knowing when something okay. is a Neil Simon, <laughs> okay. I would have to say Odd Couple. All right. Have you seen The Odd Couple too? Have you ever seen the, no. the sequel? Okay. No. Yeah. So he wrote, obviously he wrote the play, and then it was made into a movie with Levin and Mathau. And then like 30 years later, Neil Simon came back, wrote a screenplay called The Odd Couple too that starred uh, the, the two guys, Walter Mathau and Jack Lemmon, reprising their roles. And it's the longest stretch between an original wow. and a sequel starring the original cast. I remember cast, seeing so. the VHS at the Hollywood Video. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my favorite is... Uh, it's fun. My favorite is Look Who's Odd Couple Now. 
<laughs> no, you're thinking of the, the, the threequel to uh, Look Who's Talking. Oh, oh right. The one where the dogs right. talk. Yeah. It was Diane Keaton, by the way. <laughs> it was Dynamite, it was, by the uh, way. Yeah, Travolta was yeah, yeah, it was. All right, Sarah, what about you? You got a favorite? I guess I'm going to go with The Odd Couple. I don't have a vast have knowledge you, of Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen You've the play. Seen, right, the original, yeah, yeah, the original Valley Theater production. Yeah. Sure, nice. Okay, Dynamite. I've always loved the Goodbye Girl. I like the movie with I Richard Dreyfuss. I like the the musical with um, uh, Martin Short and Bernadette Peters. Coincidentally, yeah, crossover. So, oh boy. Bringing it back together. She's our celebrity of the past. All right, three Podcast. more questions. Uh, so you you were all at this point familiar with Neil Simon's writing. This is pretty much the second. For you mm-hmm. guys, yeah, and this is your first Neil Simon, right? Yes. You've never been any kind of yeah. Neil Simon. All right, so based on what you know, is there what, what do you like best about his writing? One of the things I've noticed that I really like is he has the ability to set up a joke like in Act 1 that comes back <laughs> in Act 3. That's true. Uh, you know, there's, true. there's a moment where uh, yeah, I basically steal all of uh, Norman's pennies. Yeah. And there's a moment later where that comes back to haunt me. Yeah. I think he does that over and over yeah, that's and over true. again. That's very true in The Odd Couple, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. little tiny things, and then there's a callback so much later. But, but it's, what's cool about it, too, is that you remember it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a little thing in the beginning, yeah. but it just comes right back <laughs> when the payoff. So. Yeah. I like the quick, witty dialogue. Yeah. There's a lot of that's back true. and forth, but yeah. it's got heart. Yeah. It's like not just jokes for the sake of being yeah. jokes. There's a nice heart there. And, and I that's read... what gets me with I picked up Star Spangled Girl because I got a, like an omnibus of like six uh, Neil Simon plays, and I was reading Barefoot in the Park, and I continued on to Star Spangled Girl, and that was the the opening scene, like when when Sophie first comes in and and she leaves, and then uh, there's the Andy scene with Norman where they're talking about it. It's just it's so quick and it's so crazy and so funny. I love it. So yeah, I agree. It's it's he's got a good setup and the dialogue is great. I love all the songs. <laughs> it's not a musical. That's just you're just listening to your iPod. Right. But I've that's I've been memorizing at least ten songs for this play. Oh boy, that's, I've been practicing in front of the mirror. That's, that's not a good use of your time. Yeah, that's you're oh not my god. Supposed that's to not, talk about that. That's right. not great at all. Okay. Uh, so if you could do another Neil Simon play, what would it be? Hamilton. No, that's not. Please don't. That's not Neil Simon. All right. Well, I just don't want to miss out on my shot. Okay. I right. okay. Again, we all You're get just like your country. The reference. You're young, scrappy. Oh, my gosh. I am young and scrappy and hungry. quoting Hamilton now? Do you that guys have another one that you like? Do you have one that you want to do? Do you know Barefoot in the Park? I don't. Oh. With George? Yeah. No. You like Barefoot in the Park. I bet, I bet you'd enjoy being in Barefoot I, in the Park. I trust so you. I'll answer I, the question for you. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, would, Sarah would like to be in Barefoot yeah. in the Park. What about <laughs> you, Mike? You know, actually, the problem is I just don't have a, a large knowledge right. of it. But I would say cast me in anything. I'd love to do it. Okay. All right. Tell, tell me this. If we were ever going to do The Odd Couple again, would you want Mike played Felix. I played Oscar. Would you want to stay as Felix, or would you want to try to swap? I liked our idea. Of, of flipping a coin and just deciding, that deciding day. that day, or or every having night. like every show. when we did that because we did it in three different places. We talked about doing that. Oh, yeah. We both just sort of like interchanged the roles, or have the audience vote as they come in. Yeah, and then whatever they vote on, yeah. that's what we're going to do. That would be fun. Because Origi- originally we were planning on me playing Felix, and then like things changed so much, and <laughs> and we ended up as we are. But yeah, I mean, I would like to play Felix sometime. Set would be up fun a Twitter poll. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Vote on. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you taught a Twitter class here at the David A. Huff Public did. Library. It was very, very well. Yeah. That was before my time. It was, yeah. Yep. Yep. I think I did it better than Eric. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. I would just be like tweeting in front of people and like, there, did you, yeah. did you learn anything? <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hashtag right. you're welcome. I, I got sad news for you guys. This is question five in our take five. So oh. our, our time together is coming yeah. to an end. Just and as got, soon man. as you guys leave, Eric and I will be talking about you a lot. Yeah. And it won't be positive. So yeah. uh, skip this episode. <laughs> favorite Done. favorite line or scene or bit from the Star Spangled Girl. Doesn't have to be your own. Eric, I think you should answer this one too because you're, you're cast. So. I like when George Washington has to go get his right hand man back. Is this Hamilton again? It, I don't it like could it. Be. I don't like it this could bit. Be. All right, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. All right. This is more irritating to me than the Nightingale. That's that's how much I'm sick of you saying Hamilton. I can't wait to find out what position it is this week. I know, I know. Probably well, 22. Probably. I'll have to like, yeah. scour we already, it. We already talked about it. You've already forgotten. So oh, boy, that's ridiculous. right. I can't uh, handle these time I would, I would say right at this point during rehearsals, my favorite scenes have been the ones I've been able to get through flawlessly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. warning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Do you have a favorite, Sarah? Um, I like any of... Mike's character's insults. About oh, me. I know. Yeah, <laughs> those are great. We won't We've spoil got, it. No, we won't. Right. No, sorry. No. Um, they make me laugh. Yeah, and I like. I know. Yeah, you I like get, our you get final called scene. a Disney character at one point. Disney we'll, character. We'll put that out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lots I, of Mike said slurs. in our last rehearsal, Mike said some total <laughs> nonsense when he when he forgot the the, the Disney one. So that was that was yeah. exciting. I also like the. Uh, Yelling at the end. It's yeah. Like a nice emotional yeah. release. Yeah, it gets, it gets intense. <laughs> Favorite for you, Eric? Um, I'm going to be w- weird. I like the fact that I get to play like a posi- like somebody who's feeling positive about everything all the time. Because <laughs> for the most part, I've never played that. I've always either played like super like eccentric, hyperventilating yeah. characters. Yeah. Or, I don't know where that come from. Or, um, you know, depress people. Yeah. I've never been like, hey, what's going yeah, on? Like, you yeah. know, like even when I should be sad, I can yeah. get to be happy. I, so. I like the, without giving too much away, the segment where you guys, you decide you're going to work together again and, and he gives, he says the name and you're like, no, you're boring me. That, yeah. that whole back and forth. I do like being able to channel like some Jerry together. Seinfeld every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> you have some serious, big gestures, Jerry. Yeah. You got a lot, <laughs> That's of, great. A lot of Seinfeld. I still moments. think we should do a Seinfeld stage play. Just I, get the yeah. legal rights to that. Sure. Yeah. Seinfeld, just... Frazier, and. You know, yeah, I don't know. know. Cheers, uh, Fraser Origins. Yeah. No. Oh, I like no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. We could do the, remember when Diane did the, the Cheers play yeah. with Fraser? <laughs> Marianne. We could do that. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our special Take 5 segment. And don't forget, Thanks for Star Spangled us. Girl opens Thursday in Houghton and then Friday and Saturday, Friday at 7 o'clock, Saturday at 2 o'clock. You got to get literal dates, man. July 1st and 2nd. There you go. 2016. Okay. Here at the Nancy Howe Auditorium at the David A. Howe Public Library. Mike, Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thank on you. behalf of Neil Simon, thanks for being in my play. I don't think you can do anything on behalf of Neil Simon. Oh. I don't think you'd appreciate that. All right. Well, learning, All right. Oh, no, learning no, every not. day. Yep. All right. <laughs> Are you excited about the show? Are you ready? Are you yeah. nervous? You seem a little nervous. No, I'm not nervous. You're, not? You're ready to go. I, I go into every show as confident as The Rock goes into whatever movie he's producing yeah. at the moment. If it's about an earthquake, he's confident. You're confident. If it's about, he seems like somebody who should be in the new Poseidon adventure. You're right. So I like how you brought it back to The Rock. Thanks, man. Good for you. Yeah. You know what? I think... Um, he I, should star in Michael Bay's The Rock. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that Mike was wrong about his first intro to... Uh, Seinfeld. I wish I would have thought of this while he was still here. No, oh. not Seinfeld. Sorry. To Neil Simon. I think his intro really was Seinfeld because there's a whole bit about Chapter 2. Have you seen this episode? Oh, right. She's fighting for you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jerry's girlfriend, who he wants to break up with, sends him this really like moving letter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I gotta go out with this girl. And then they realize that it's just a direct quote from yeah. Chapter 2. Yeah. And so they watch the movie and he keeps trying to get her to admit it. Mm-hmm. And Mike's a big Seinfeld fan, so I'm sure that was his yeah, intro probably. to Neil Simon. But Anyway, here we are in our Neil Simon uh, uh, spotlight. Yeah, man. So we, we came together with Neil Simon very early in our relationship before I really even knew you very well. With yeah. Jake's women. 
Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So was that? I don't think you did. You talk about your your initial intro into Neil Simon. I don't think. Yeah, you did. I, I mentioned that it was Jake's Women. Jake's Women was the first thing yeah. you ever read. Okay. I mean, maybe Seinfeld. All right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I saw that episode before I saw. <laughs> right. I read Jake's Women. So did you? So did Jake's Women inspire you to read a lot of other? Neil Simons, or did it not? Uh, I'm looking at my Goodreads, mm-hmm. and I don't think I read any... It was after we did Crimes of the Heart okay. um, that I read Barefoot in the Park then you and read. The Odd Couple. Okay. I read those two, okay. and I liked them both. What did I give them back then? I don't know. I gave them uh, Barefoot in the Park four stars, Odd Couple uh, four stars, but I love The Odd It was really funny. Yeah, The Odd so, Couple's great. Yeah. I think that... I mean, I know The Odd Couple is the first play of his that I actually sat down and read, because mm-hmm. I've always liked The Odd Couple. I read this a long, long time ago, long before we did it with Valley Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd read The Odd Couple. But I think that my first real... The real, first real time that I really enjoyed Neil Simon was uh, the musical The Goodbye Girl. Oh, okay. Which is... Uh, the musical was... Um, Martin Shortenberg at Peter's. Okay. The movie is Richard Dreyfuss plays that character. Okay. And the the Broadway show is based on the movie, but Neil Simon wrote the book and everything. Right. I loved that soundtrack. Right. I listened to that millions of times. Okay. And I also had the the LP of Promises Promises, which Neil Simon wrote the book based on the apartment, which you've seen, right? The Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine apartment. I have seen the apartment. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. So That's Promises great. Promises is based on that. Neil Simon wrote the book. Burt Bacharach wrote the music. Okay. So I loved those two soundtracks long before I really started like reading and, and watching Neil right. Simon stuff. So that's probably where it started for me. Uh, what what do you, do you like Neil Simon? I mean, do you think, oh, it's Neil Simon. I bet I'll like it. Yeah. Or do you? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's true. Okay. Because um, after I finished... Uh, Barefoot in the Park and The Odd Couple. I read uh, his Prisoner of Azkaban. No, that's... Uh, no, that's, that's Prisoner J- of Second J- Avenue. Rowling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of dark. That's kind of a... I found that one a little... Yeah, I think I only gave it... I gave it two stars. Yeah. I didn't love it. It was um, hard. The plot of that one is it's a couple whose house is robbed. Right. And they're fine, but it just, like, freaks them out. Yeah. And the rest of the, the, rest of the show is just them sort of unhinging. So it's funny... But it's also really like it's kind of upsetting. Yeah. So it was made into a movie also with Jack Lemon. Um, I read Chapter Two. I like that Chapter Two. Uh, yeah. I gave that four stars, which is weird. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember it. I remember well. you really liking Chapter Two. Chapter Two deals with um, it's a widower, and he has a, a I think it's is his housekeeper maybe I don't know. He he meets this other woman, and they sort of start up this friendship that blossoms into a romance and they're both older so it's like yeah. their new leash on life they're chapter two yeah if you will yeah but i thought it sort of i didn't like it because i read it right after jake's mm-hmm. women and i felt like it sort of was playing on that same maybe theme a little bit so that yeah. that hurt it for me i didn't hate it but i read it uh, uh i also read laughter on the 23 23rd floor oh i haven't read that. that it was weird it's just about like writers Oh, like a writer's room, and, like yeah, a TV show or something? but, like, there's no real, like, plot. Okay. It's like a slice of life. There's no, like, anything to achieve. Neil Simon, it seems like, has a bad habit of very quickly wrapping up his plays. Like, oh, no, this is the end! And then he's like, yeah. now it's done! Yeah. Like, a lot of his characters, like, just decide that it's time to be okay now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done being neurotic! Yeah. And the play is over. So yeah. anyway, well, that's certainly. I mean, going back to Jake's Women, which if you haven't, if you're not familiar with Jake's Women, maybe you're not because it's not one of his more popular ones. Uh, Jake's Women deals with uh, a man, a writer, mm-hmm. who's pretty much. I mean, his his wife walks out on him, and he uses. I mean, that sort of sets off this thing where he starts having reliving these conversations with. Uh, 
it's all in his mind. He's like the only real character, and all the women that he's talking to are like representations of them from his mind. So yeah. it's very. There's I mean, two it, real women in that play. That's true. There's his uh, his current yeah, wife. Yeah. And uh, the girl he dates, yeah, Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. So. You see them. You see them as real characters, yeah. but the rest of the time, and they also appear as. Yeah. Fun fact, I peaked but... as an actor and maybe a person in the <laughs> play, Jake's Women. Jake's Women. It's a great play. I have not been as good as a human being <laughs> since that play. Well, it's hard to find a play like that yeah. because it's so... Jake's Women, it just it runs every emotion you could ever have. Yeah. And it, but it doesn't feel like disjointed or like, oh, suddenly this is sad. Yeah. It's just so well-crafted yeah. that you're just following this character. And he's not a perfect character. He's clearly a flawed character. But you're just in it. You're with him this mm-hmm. whole time, and I I don't I can't think of many other plays. Crimes of the Heart maybe it comes close. Uh, Beth Henley's Crimes of the Heart to to capturing that you're laughing hysterically and then you're like crying. Yeah, and it just is seamless. Mm-hmm. So Jake's Woman is great. It was made into a TV movie with Alan Alda. Yeah, as Jake, very low key. It was a very low key movie. Did it was you watch a TV the, movie? Yeah, TV yeah. movie. Did you watch that? Uh, I after the play, I think I just watched like clips yeah. here and there. But it I was so it weird because. Too. Like, he he plays it so, like, kind of laid back. Yeah, it's very well, different than what, yeah. what we did with it, yeah. But I, I enjoyed it still. Yeah. But. I do like the Frasier episode. Yeah. Where he goes to the cabin and all the women in his life are yeah. Uh, there. Yeah, that's... That, that actually, I had seen the Frasier episode first. Okay. And then found out about the play, and that's what got me excited about the play okay so maybe my first uh neil simon experience yeah. was that episode of frazier yeah whoever that, saw that has to be inspired it's, by it's very similar i mean he goes to the cabin it. like yeah. every his mom his uh ex-wives diane is there yeah Willis, it's all yeah. just it i mean and at the end like he has to realize he has to you know move on past them how can he move forward in his life if he yeah and then they're it's yeah. just very you know, it just it misses the line of his mom saying like, "Let's go, girls." Yeah. Looks like we're not needed this anymore. Is, uh, this is the episode. If you're curious, this is uh, season nine of Frasier. Episodes one and two, Don Juan in Hell is what yeah. those are called. So. Yeah, they, they is that are, season nine? Good. Season nine of eleven? Yeah. I think so. Wow, that's pretty late in the game. Yeah, it for is. Frasier. Yeah, man, yeah, Frasier's yeah. the best. It, I tell you what, I mean, we've show. talked a lot about like. Can we do this stage play? Yeah. But if there was one sitcom I would want to do like a stage play version of, it's probably Frasier. Frasier. I don't know what episode, I, but I just, that would be fun. Yeah, it's good so, stuff. That and maybe Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld have, would be fun too. So. <laughs> um, I've, the Neil Simon plays that I've read, I mean, I always really, I mean, as we were talking about with the cast there, it's, the dialogue for me always is what does it. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just so quick, but it's challenging. You know, I, I think uh, in the... Because this is Star Spangled Girls, the second Neil Simon play I've directed. The Odd Couple, I played Oscar in, so I was actually in it. Um, and one thing that I always notice is that it is so it's so dependent on the chemistry of the cast because the dialogue comes in so quickly, and you know it's all these little like reaction shots that, that the other characters get, and it's really the timing is is in Neil Simon plays I think is more crucial than just about any other play that I've done or read. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the the other stuff I've read. Okay, but you might be right. I just think it's it's really it's you know if you if you have weird pauses and stuff, it just sort of it throws it off a little bit well, because it's it's all about that like again, zoom 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 zoom. Crimes of the Heart is like that. Yeah. Um. You know what I think it is? Beth Henley, who wrote Crimes of the Heart, when I read that, it read a lot like a Neil Simon play. Yeah, you're right. So you're I think right. that's part of like when I think Neil Simon plays, I still include Crimes of the Heart. Yeah. A lot of times because yeah. the wit, like 
you know, flawed characters, zippy mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah. The whole scene where, uh, I can't remember, the one of the sisters uh, is trying to, uh, Meg, I think. Meg is trying to, like, crack a nut. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, break, break! And it's just, but <laughs> crack it's like, you, demons. It's like, yeah. during this middle, like, this, like, expositionary, it just scene. seemed, yeah. yeah. Maybe Butterflies Are Free yeah, has did. pretty quick oh, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's not Neil Simon either, though. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that one seems like a, a Neil Simon one as well. It does. Maybe yeah, I just in, maybe what style. I've done is if it's like a funny play that's good, I just assume it's Neil Simon. Well, it's that wit, you know, yeah. it's that wit and in, in, in the strength and the dialogue that makes you that makes you think Neil Simon. Mm-hmm. Crimes of the Heart is a great example. Crimes of the Heart by Beth Henley won the Pulitzer Prize, uh, made a movie into it. Mm-hmm. Valley Theater did it in what 2012. And uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a it was a great time. And you're right, it, it was. I always sort of when I think about plays I've done, I, I put that and Jake's Women together because, like I said earlier, I mean the the, yeah. the emotions are like that. But you're right. I mean the dialogue and and the way that you switch in and out is is very reminiscent uh-huh. of Neil Simon stuff. Um, I've read a lot of his older stuff, and I've read some of his newer stuff too. And the newer stuff is not. I mean Jake's Women sort of new. That's like '90s. But um, you mean the, the emails most, one? Yes, Odd the couple. most recent thing that he's written script-wise is uh, a redo of the Odd Couple called you know Oscar what? and Felix. We're, we're do- I'm, I'm failing us as a spotlight because normally I have all these facts about the, the writer <laughs> and everything. Anyway, he he redid the Odd Couple in 2004 yeah. called Oscar and Felix, yeah. and an attempt it was to sort of take the Odd Couple out of the 60s and make it present, and it just completely flops. Yeah, I mean the way the way it's updated are very cheesy and not really right there sorry keep going it, it doesn't it doesn't add anything to the odd couple and it doesn't it just make you should just you should never read it i mm-hmm. mean really you shouldn't it it takes away there's also a female version of the odd couple which i've never seen oh okay but uh, i was gonna good. say lost in yonkers is the one i need to read lost in yonkers won the pulitzer prize and yes. the tony award that's the one i think where the guy meets his daughter that's the one oh, okay. i think we were talking about in the car um neil simon by the way, is Marvin Neil Simon. Ah. He was born July 4th, 1927. He's still alive. He's 88 years old. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. I, I wonder. I think one episode we were like, is Neil Simon still alive? Yeah. And we were like, I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I read, uh, uh, going back to Jake's Women, I read his, his most recent, aside from Oscar and Felix, I read Rose's Dilemma, which came out in 2003. And that is about a woman who can't get over her dead husband and she just sees him and talks to him mm-hmm. the whole time in the place. She's trying to get on with his life, talking to this uh, character. It just doesn't quite land, you know. It just doesn't quite. It doesn't quite hit it like you'd think. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I read that one together, and we both just were like, "We've seen him do this so well." But Rose's dilemma is sort of interesting because it was Mary Tyler Moore was the original star, and she was in the uh, previews for it. Mm-hmm. She and Neil Simon I think, didn't really click, and. He sent her a note late on. It was like, you have to get these lines memorized. Mm-hmm. And she left the production before it even went on Broadway. Huh. So it was supposed to be sort of a comeback vehicle for Mary Tyler Moore right. as well. And it it did not happen. But no, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't particularly strong yeah. considering the other ones I've okay. read. We put this out to our listeners. Uh, thanks to those of you who responded with things. And it seems to be, I mean, you said, you, you mentioned Barefoot in the Park. Is that one of your, would you put that as one of your favorites? Uh, it's been so long. I don't know if I would, okay. but I just remember enjoying it. I know you don't like it. It wasn't, no, it was one that I, I felt, it felt dated to me. It didn't feel like the odd couple is very, I mean, sort of groovy 60s and the Star Spangled Girl is too. But I felt like Barefoot in the Park, something about, 
I don't know, the sensibilities, just the way the characters are interacting, yeah. I just felt like it was trapped um, in the 60s. Hey, having read his plays, I'm not surprised to learn he's been married five times. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, you didn't just read, like, one of his plays. Yeah. Like, of course he's been divorced chronically. Yeah. So. Well, I mentioned Barefoot in the Park because it's overwhelmingly the favorite of our uh, our listeners here. No, I gave it four stars here. when I read it. I, you always liked it. I remember. So, yeah. I mean, I gave it three stars. It's not like I hated it. I, I just thought it was funny, I guess. But, I mean, that was the first thing I read after Jake's Women. Okay. So. so we put this out there, and I think just about, well, we got several Barefoot in the Park. So let me pick a couple here. Right. Uh, so Facebook user Kate says Barefoot in the Park and Sweet Charity. So I don't know Sweet I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I don't know Sweet Charity. Unfamiliar well. with it. I am unfamiliar with it, too. But uh, So Facebook user Kate likes that one. Uh, those two, uh, Barefoot in the Park, Sweet Charity. Uh, and then Facebook user Debbie says, I like Barefoot in the Park. Uh, we were in a Reader's Theater event and performed the scene where the couple moves into the apartment. It's very cute. She doesn't <laughs> like the movie that much, though. No, I haven't seen the movie. Movie for Barefoot in the Park? Yeah. Uh, I haven't either. I haven't seen it. So. Uh, Facebook user Rachel says, Jake's Women will always yeah. be my favorite. Uh, but I also really love Barefoot in the Park. I feel like it really showcases the dry humor uh, that's in so many of his plays. I also really liked God's Favorite. I, that's not I one I know. I don't know that one either. So. I need to get like I need to check out like a collection. They got those like big massive yeah. ones where they put like ten plays yeah. in one thing. They, that's how I read because I was reading Barefoot in the Park out of a suggestion. Yeah, but it also had the Odd Couple. Yeah, so that's how I read that. And yeah, it was a good time. Well, that's how I found Star Spangled Girl. Oh, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, but yeah, I was just I was looking at other things. Anyway, uh, let's see. Let me share one more. Uh, Facebook user Hillary says I've always wanted to do the Goodbye Girl. Me too. Me too. Let's do it. Valley Theater. Twenty. Isn't that a musical? It is a musical. Can't do it. Okay. The movie. <laughs> the movie is obviously not a musical. Okay. Oh. The original movie was Richard Dreyfuss, and then they remade it not too long ago with Jeff Daniels and Patricia really? Heaton playing the roles. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, but the Jeff Daniels movie is great. The Bernadette Peters Martin short soundtrack I love, but uh, so yeah. Facebook user Hillary says goodbye, girl, and I agree. So that's good. Have you seen many of the movies? I haven't seen any of the movies. Is that true? I haven't seen The Odd Couple. Not a single movie? I haven't seen The Original Odd Couple. Wow. Well, okay. maybe he's written... Um, let's see. This is television. Uh, haven't seen those. That's a lot of... He's got a pretty strong... Filmography. Movie. Let's see. But, I mean, they're just his plays, so it's not like... Some some of them are, are original uh, scripts. Now, I've... So the movies I've seen, I've seen The Odd Couple. Oh, Murder by Death. That's one I want to see. Yeah. That's supposed to be funny. Yeah, it is. That's so. Peter Falk, I believe. The Odd Couple, The Sunshine Boys, The Goodbye Girl, The Odd Couple 2. Those are the ones you've seen? Yeah, and Jake's Women. Okay. The Odd Couple 2, it just cracks me up. I mean, that they would go so long in between and then come back. Uh, it does. It feels a little bit more like Grumpy Old Men than it does The Odd Couple. I mean, because mm-hmm. they'd sort of settled into those roles a long time after. It was still fun. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen a production of The Good Doctor. Are you familiar with The Good Doctor? No. So that, again, centers on a writer. And he's going through talking about these different creations. And then it goes to different vignettes. Of uh, of things with with the narrator sort of interweaving in between, so that's a very different type of Neil Simon play. Not one of my favorites. Has its moments, but it, that didn't do much for me. Okay, but I I have I picked up the movie for uh, Star Spangled Girl. Okay, but I usually don't like to watch the movies right. before you know. Yeah. So once we once we wrap on the play, I'm going to watch Star Spangled Girl because I'm curious. Yeah, how it's going to go. I'd like to see that. I've seen the new version, the Steve Martin version of the Out of Towners, but. That was just adapted from Neil Simon's earlier okay. movie, so I don't, I don't really know that you would count that. Um, right now, I mean, The Odd Couple is on, on the air right now with uh, Thomas Lennon and Matthew Perry. There you go. Uh, which is, you know, I think 
just the characters, the names, yeah. pretty loosely based on the original odd Man, couple. your voice is so gravelly yeah. from all those cigarettes you've been smoking. Yeah, well, you so. know, it happens. <laughs> so you've not seen any? No. Other than clips from Jake's Women, you haven't seen a single Neil Simon? No, stop wow. judging me no, for I'm, it. No, I'm just surprised. It seems like you, you haven't seen uh, come across them at some Ghostbusters. Point. There's a movie of laughter on the 23rd floor, okay. so maybe you should check that out. But he's a very... Uh, He's, he's received a lot of awards yeah, he has. over the years. Uh, first Tony Award was for The Odd Couple. Um, a lot of other a lot of other awards. Writers Guild of he America got an Emmy Award, Award for The Odd Couple. In 1957 for your show of shows. Yeah, he was a writer on that. Yeah, so. yeah. He got a uh, Writers Guild of America Award for The Goodbye mm-hmm. Girl. He got a Golden Globe Award for Best Screenplay for The mm-hmm. Goodbye Girl. A lot, a lot of different Best, stuff. Uh, last award he got was in 2006, the Mark Twain Prize for American oh, that's, Humor. That's a pretty big one. Tony so. Award for Biloxi Blues. Uh, Pulitzer Prize, as we mentioned, for Lost in Yonkers. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Biloxi Blues is, uh, was made into a movie with, um, what's his name? Couldn't Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. It's part of his Eugene trilogy. I think it's what maybe the only, I think it is, the only set that has recurring characters. Mm-hmm. There's... Um, I think it starts with Brighton Beach Memoirs, then Biloxi Blues, then Broadway Bound. I've read uh, only of those. I've only read Brighton Beach Memoirs, but it cracked me up. <laughs> I, I think you would really like that okay. one. It, it has the the main narrator is like I think I think he's like thirteen, fourteen kid, and he's very, very into ladies, and it's just it's so so funny. Right. I mean, it just you laugh out loud the whole time. <laughs> Uh, the character wow. Eugene and Stanley just go back and forth and back and forth. It's um, so funny. He titled the female odd couple play the female odd couple. Yeah. So pretty, pretty really, clever. really thought pretty out clever. that title. Yeah. So. Now, I haven't seen any of the, any of the Eugene trilogy movies and the only one I've read, like I said, Brighton beach memoirs, but I definitely want to read the others because that killed me. Okay. Uh, he's written a couple musicals. They're playing our song was one. Uh, the music's really cool. I don't like the book so much. It's kind of odd. Couple? Uh, yeah. Are there See any that you... That? Yeah. Okay. Are there any that you haven't read that you want to read? Yeah. You got any on your... All own? of them. Oh, my goodness. There we go. Wow. I don't know. Um, That's I, cool. I have to go through those... Collect- I mean, I got to read Lost in Yonkers. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Lost Plaza Suite, probably. Promises, promises. Yeah. Uh, Plaza Suite. He's got a couple. He's got Plaza Suite, London Suite. Those are also little, like, shorts. California right. Suites. And I need one. to read Goodbye Girl. Rumors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I want to finish the Eugene trilogy, and I want to read um, Lost in Yonkers. All those, right. those are on my list. But oh, I like. Me I wonder some. if our listeners can hear my bones crack as I stretch. Probably it was loud, in their nightmares. Loud and super gross. So You're, okay. Is I, he? Do you have a favorite playwright? I mean, it's probably him. I haven't read enough. I haven't read enough like writers multiples works. Okay. Apparently, I've read two Arthur Millers. Huh. I read uh, Death of a Salesman and uh, Broken Glass. Mm. Broken Glass was in a class, and Death of a Salesman was my on my own. Okay. I've always been interested in All My Sons. That's another Arthur Miller. Have you read that one? No. That's kind of cool. I once gave Sam Shepard a chance, and yeah. that was the worst. I've read some Sam Shepard short stories, oh, but I haven't man. read his Oh, I've read David Mamet's uh, American Buffalo once, and that was <laughs> the worst, too. I shouldn't oh, talk like about that? all that's, the worst. That's famous. Yeah. Yeah, and full and of I, like, uh, horrible language. I hated it. I hated that. I hated Sam Shepard's plays. Oh boy, well, not Those a fan. Now I've read other because I, I like we like we're saying. I mean, uh, we both love Crimes of the Heart so much. I've read other Beth Henleys, and I've not found another one that I liked. Hmm. Uh, I mean, others that I've enjoyed. Okay. But what's your favorite non Neil Simon play script? 
well, we can say favorite so, non Neil Simon script. Something that I've done or no, something out of, that out of all the scripts you've ever read, oh, the ones that aren't Neil Simon. What's your favorite non Neil Simon is, one? Um, I think I would go Butterflies Are Free. Wow, I love Butterflies. Okay, Free. Leonard Gersh. Sure, uh, it was made into a movie as well. The movie's good too. It's yeah. Goldie, Goldie Hawn's in the movie. Oh, okay, uh, makes sense. Really good. But I I love that. I love Robertson Hammerstein's Allegro. Uh huh. Um, but I would say Butterflies Are Free. There you probably go. the top of my list. Do you have one? Uh. Yeah, I talk, uh, Long Day's Journey into Night. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned that before. It's not funny, though. No. It's super depressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, very serious. But it's the very only, like, non-Neil Simon play that I've given five stars to. Huh. So, okay. All right. I really enjoyed it. Interesting. Good. I'm glad. Well, You as... can see the movie of that with Peter Gallagher and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And uh, Catherine Lemon. Hepburn. Jack Lemmon's in that. Jack Lemmon? Yeah. Did I say Catherine Hepburn already? Yes. No. Well, yeah, Catherine you just Hepburn. did now. So. You just said it once. Maybe it's not Catherine Hepburn? I don't know. In the movie? I, I haven't seen the with movie. With Kevin Spacey? I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Sounds right. Anyway, you can catch uh, a Neil Simon play if you're not familiar with him. July 1st. chance this weekend. Uh, we're, we're showing here at the David A. Howe Public Library. As part promises, of the promises. Program. No, no. No. Star-Spangled Girl. Right. Cast includes Eric Mickles, uh, Sarah Badger, who you probably remember from either The Nutcracker, which she's done a couple of years here, or she also played Shelby in our production of Steel Magnolia. She was also just here. In our segment. Yeah, she was just... So... Segment. But I don't know what I'm saying. They would recognize okay. her if they yeah. come to these other things. And you may know Mike Cox from his role as Felix in The Odd Couple, which was here in 2014, yeah. I believe. And so he was just here. In, a, in the segment. In the yes. segment. Yes. So some familiar faces. But that runs July 1st at 7 o'clock, yeah. July 2nd at 2 o'clock. And if you don't live in Wellsville, you live closer to Houghton, we're doing a special preview show June 30th at 7 o'clock in the Houghton Fire Hall. That's so our Thursday night preview. That's right. That's, that's our, how out people of town, know how we're going to do town box tryouts. office wise. Yep. Yeah. Out of town tryouts. Yeah. So you got three chances to see that. We yeah. hope you'll come out. Should be a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you to our guests for joining us. Yeah. What else do you have coming up at the library? It's a busy time. I mean, I think we talked. Uh, I've got some Perla beads happening uh, uh, Tuesday, June 28th yeah. for teens at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Anime Club uh, Wednesday nights. Yeah. Uh, and then July 1st, we're showing Star Wars Episode Seven. That's true. That's the at, first time we've shown it. At 3.30. It's true. So that's exciting. So that'll be for the summer. Yeah, summer reader program, man. It's, it's going to... That's all we're going to be talking about in six weeks. When's the balloon rally? That is the... Oh, what is that? It's July 16th. You've that's, heard it here first. Yeah. July so 16th. That's, that's the opening day of our uh, book sale, too. So we've got yeah. a lot of stuff. We're starting the sorting right now. Yeah. So check that out. Book sales uh, ago. For me, this week, we have a couple of uh, movies in the auditorium. Obviously, the big thing is the play, but we've got a senior citizen matinee showing the Philadelphia story. Right. Uh, two o'clock on Tuesday, July 29th. That's a pretty funny sorry, movie. Sorry, June 29th. That's a, that's June a fun 28th. film. That saved uh, Catherine Hepburn's career. Yeah. She was considered box office poison until uh, yeah. that movie. That turned things around. Yeah. So you can you can catch that Tuesday the 28th at 2 o'clock down in the auditorium. Wednesday morning, we're starting the first of our summer kids matinees with Airbud World Pup. Yeah. We're hoping. Yeah. We're hoping it gets here in time. Yeah. Otherwise, it might be another Airbud. But yeah. that's Air the Bud one where he Pup. plays soccer. That's Just right. in time. 10.30 a.m. So bring the kids to that. That's, of course, open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Music on the Lawn continues out on our front lawn. Uh, with flying boxcar uh, Thursday night. Why? The play. Why hasn't the there play. been an Airbud gold medal retriever? I like where he idea. goes to the Olympics. No, I like where your head's at. The puppy Olympics. I don't know. Puppy ball. Well, that's just when they play football. Yeah. Well, on behalf of all the books, we wish you good day. Mm-hmm.